0: Hare Krishna everyone, welcome to Thrive in Bhakti. Uh, these are podcasts in relation to helping devotees um, or practitioners of spiritual life um, really ground themselves and not lose sense of common sense and understanding our human experience in bhakti. Um, this may sound a little strange to those who are new, but it's really about getting down to ground grassroots of how we have to really manage every aspect of our lives. Um, yes, in Bhakti we have so much to aim for, such a high bar to attain, and we always keep our eyes on the goal. That's part of success. So let's really look at. I mean, I'm gonna I'm always using just common sense, um, not so many spiritual Sanskrit kind of words, but you'll see the relation to what we understand. An example I always give is sadhana. Now for me, from a Western point of view, sadhana is just a Sanskrit word, and it means habits, it means spiritual habits in particular, and getting the nitty gritty, it means like my core sadhana is following regular principles, chanting 16 rounds, um, getting up in the morning, you know those kinds of regimes. And um, often, as time goes on, we just, you know, we, we know how important sadhana is and we always hear about it. But when I hear words like uh, replacement words in terms of not to replace the Sanskrit, of course, but to get my mind and my intelligence to really understand the importance of sadhana, my brain works with English language, right? My brain really works... When someone says to me, like, non-negotiables, core habits that are non-negotiable. So when I wake up in the morning and I say to myself, I've got to do my sadhana. Yeah, I do understand what it means. But when I hear non-negotiables, my, my, I get a different feeling. I get a, I get a whole sort of like, my brain really understands that this is, a, this is just a do. This isn't, there's no excuses here these are non-negotiable core habits. So what I like to do is am I doing away with Sanskrit? No, I say my sadhana, but I write down and I talk to myself in language that's really meaningful for me. That makes me understand that my vows, my sadhana, they are non-negotiables. And I say it with emotions because when I say it's my sadhana, um, It doesn't do the same thing. I'm just being honest for me. I mean, this is what I'm saying. It doesn't, I don't, this may not relate to those, the the, you who are listening, but try it out, depending on the language that you come from, you know, use language like these are non-negotiables. So I call them that I'm doing my non-negotiables today. These are my commitments and habits, my core habits that I surround my life around. And I find when I'm using that language and I'm really understanding the meaning of that, it. It makes a, um become more of a reality, and it gives me more determination. So thriving back to you, I'm kind of helping us, um, well, helping devotees who wish to have my help. I mean, what I say, I always disclaim. I don't resonate with everyone. I don't expect everyone to agree with everything I'm saying. That's fine. Go and listen to someone who you do. But you know, I think that a certain number of practitioners spiritual practitioners will really benefit from this and I have uh, practitioners from different countries in the world um, really plugging into my thriving bhakti program which is really helping them within 30 to 90 days they're seeing huge shifts as I take sadhana for instance habits well how much of us how many of us grew up understanding how habits are formed well we know in in our you know Shastra and the Goswamis teachings, we all understand and Prabhupada's teachings, we understand, you know, we've got this regime, you get up, you do this, you do that, you do this. Yeah, actually is actually giving us a lifestyle that changes our habits. And by having habits that are non negotiable, they will become part of you and shape your life and give you a certain destiny it's not just it's not just a spiritual thing in one sense the the activities are they're transcendental what we're doing is linking and reconnecting with an absolute platform but we're using the human form and its habit nature to get us to the point where we can actually stay on that platform but we're de- very dependent in the beginning of our bhakti to understand we have to have non-negotiable habits we have to understand why well we don't have to but it really helps to understand why we're following certain things, why we do certain things. Um, yeah, and if we can really wrap our head around how habits are so important in creating our actions, well, habits are repeated actions done over and over again, those habits define our character. And, if we, and we have to know we have all these habits. So, you know, we want to, it's really useful for a lot of devotees to really come to terms, or not come to terms, to really kind of think about habits from a from a common sense perspective a normal sort of like the the science of habits, so habits so to speak and using this kind of language um i find it's been very helpful and particularly in outreach when i'm talking i don't talk to newcomers into bhakti about sadhana and sanskrit and i just say you know, if you want success, you have to have certain habits. If you want to be an athlete or whatever, you have to have certain habits. You've got to change your lifestyle. You probably got to change your friends. You want to get the Olympics, at the same time have a family and you've got a family and you're changing your life. Your diet's going to change. You're going to have to be, you're not only going to have to accommodate really good habits, I mean, and fit them into your existing lifestyle, but you're also going to have to change your, you're also going to, this is a really important point. You're really going to have to develop communication skills, sensitive communication skills and behavior so you can not lose touch with the world that you already exist in. Meaning um, your friends, your family, um, you're going to have to learn how you're going to work, for instance. You're going to have to learn how to be an athlete going to the Olympics. At the same time, keep making sure your job and your colleagues and your boss are all still happy with you and you're still moving forward and being progressive because you need those things for most devotees who aren't gonna be long-term Brahmacharis or you know, could go that that route. So we we, we wanna as we as we develop Bhakti, we also want to develop communication skills, people skills. I mean, because we're ultimately a personal movement. So I noticed for myself in my life in Bhakti, I was doing a lot of the habits the things that are expected the externals which are essential but i don't know how much i was really growing in my people skills (laughs) and we're a personal movement and as a certain personality type like myself people skills come very hard and by the way there are people who are very people orientated like my wife is a sanguine kind of personality type her material conditioning is a very sanguine uh, nature, which is very people orientated, but not very organised necessarily or goal orientated. But just because you're a people person doesn't mean you actually have good people skills. <laughs> you know, talking to people, meeting people, taking a genuine interest in them. So this is another language I use when you meet people on the street. You know, instead of trying to get them, why not at, think of this? Is my meditation? It's really helped me to talk to people anywhere, and any time. Not just like, well, we just talk to non, non-practitioners or persons outside Krishna consciousness when we're on Sankhita, when I'm on the street or when I, we've got a Harry now. That's when I kind of connect. But I connect with people all the time now because I use this mentality of everywhere I go, people are attracted to me to, and will ask me questions. What do I do? Everywhere I go, I take a genuine interest in people. So every day, I say this mantra. Everywhere I go, people take a genuine interest in me. Everywhere I go, I take a genuine interest in people. People are attracted to what I do. This isn't around me being attractive, it's what I have is attractive, which is I have Krishna consciousness. I have that gift and I want to share it. But I don't go out just to give that, I just go out to add value to people. So I'm at the mall or I'm at the checkout counter. I start with just being human. Hey, how's your day going? I get used to saying hello to everyone I meet. Hey, how's your day going? Smile, look at them, using nonverbal communication, using my eyes, and just generally not thinking, oh, I'm going to get them a book. They're going to take a book or whatever. I just say, I just take an interest in them. And generally, two out of, you know, 20% of the time, or sometimes half the time, they say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm having a great day or, yeah, I've got a lot going on. And then I ask questions. Oh, so what's going on for you? What are you doing this weekend? How did your weekend go? And what happens is it sets up a rapport. It's communication skills. We've got this term that we use outside in my entrepreneurial business where it's called DBW. Don't be weird. You know, it's like, you know, stopping people, talking to people is a normal, natural human being thing to do. We it's normal to look at people and say, hey, how are you in villages and towns where things were more personal, less impersonal and rushed and stressed? You go to small villages. Everyone kind of knows everyone. Hey, how was your day? How's your daughter? Now we're meeting people for the first time, maybe. But sometimes with people, I go back to the same checkout assistant or the same person working in a shop. And I just build up a rapport over many, many months and weeks. And guess what happens? A friendship develops. And from a friendship. Um, they ask me what I do and I say, well, you know, I, I actually, um, I'm of an online entrepreneur at the moment, but what I really love is I have a really great spiritual practices that I've been involved with for many years. And it's really helped me in all areas of my life. It's called back to yoga. Have you ever heard of it? Oh, what's that? And of course that person's interested in what I'm into because of the type of person I am. And I'm representing um, Lord Titania and they think, cause they want to, they're judging they're judging what you've got on who they're meeting. So I'm bringing this all up because I can do more on this as a separate podcast on how, you know, grahastas, people who are busy and working who can't necessarily get out on the street, if you're sitting on a bus or you're on a public transport, it's an amazing opportunity just to strike up a conversation with someone and you could end up distributing a book. Or if it's the same train and the same people, you build up a rapport. Eventually you build a friendship. It doesn't have to go that deep, but you build a friendship with people and then they take an interest in you and they say things like, well, what is it you do? But first you've got to take, you've got to have common ground in these types of skill sets. Uh, We're not, you know, in in an age, young people today have a lot of difficulty communicating. We we don't grow up with these skill sets and this way of thinking, generally speaking, excuse me, had my lunch. Um, So, you know, within within the thriving bhakti program and within within the the programs that i run um and the resources that i that i that, like these podcasts that are here for people to use and the bodies to use is just to get us to think um and get skills that can really help us move forward um and develop ourselves as people with skills um, skills can be learned like well i'm not I you know this idea that you know <laughs> that you know it's just natural people or fixed mindset the idea that it's only certain types of people who are really good at doing certain things skills these types of things communication skills um, learning habits learning how to manage oneself better these are all skill sets that anyone can learn and it just is a matter of time and effort that is separating you between um, being successful in that so this is um This is this is just getting us thinking around, let's say, people skills, communication, bringing bringing this into our bhakti in in in-house. Now, it means that when we are we're around devotees, we're not just, you know, kind of in our own bubble doing our service. And that's kind of it. And we don't really want to deal with people. We just want to do our service, Prabhu. Um, It will make us more personal. Because really, the disease of the Western world, of all of us, Prabhupada says, We're thinking that's these kind of Mayavadis. Well, I used to think it was just these Mayavadis in India, is impersonalists. And actually, um, Prabhupada made a response to his disciples one time and said, you know, when asked, you know, who are these impersonalists? You know, like, who are they? Keep going on about impersonalism and voidism. He said, you are the impersonalists. So this our deepest disease, the main mission of this, this movement is not just to understand Krishna as a person, but we also have to understand that we have become impersonal as well. And we need to get personal, not just with Krishna, but with his parts and parcels. And of course, so much more important to become very personal to his devotees, become really personal. And this is a great challenge because we can be in bhakti, practicing bhakti, but avoiding the hardest thing of all, becoming personal, taking a genuine interest in the people we live with. Whether it's Brahmacharya or Grihasta, the program is the same. We have to really learn how to develop loving friendships, loving connections with the people around us. And yeah if <laughs> I can speak for myself it's a challenge you know it's not a one year two year three year thing it's it's a lifelong program you know particularly those who are in the mar- married um you know 10, 15 years you come at the end of that, that period you realize yeah how difficult it's been, the challenges you've had all based around, taking the eyes off you and understanding the other person's needs and actually being personal enough to meet the needs of that person. I look in my own, my own life. And it's the most hardest thing I've ever done is to become personal. It's easy to go out and do books actually. It's easy to distribute prasadam it's really easy to flyer, do Harry Nam. Doesn't require actually that much effort. If you think about it, what's really hard is living with people, particularly living with devotees, because in the bhakti lifestyle, there's nowhere to hide. You know, sticking the TV on and movies, which of course we shouldn't be, or we get more into our jobs than into our families. We can distract ourselves, and that's what goes on in the outside world, and we have to know we're bringing it in. We will be bringing it in from our pre-Krishna conscious days, but we'll just kind of Krishnize it. We can be doing that. So it's it's, so it's a very deep, reflective program, the Thrive and program, because it it's really laying us open and being transparent. And perhaps these kinds of podcasts, these kinds, this kind of um, knowledge, is really for those who have been around a while. Because in the beginning, the first years, it's all gung ho, it's all new. We have a certain, you know, immature understanding of the philosophy, a little bit of fanaticism here or there, because that's just kind of What happens when you do something new? Then the reality hits in a bit later. But personalism, habits, these things. So wouldn't it be really good? And I know for me, maybe not for you or everyone, but certainly those uh, who resonate with what I'm saying and see or maybe inquisitive and can see that actually learning and understanding the mindset, really becoming transparent of. You know my habits and what I do and my thinking around habits and my life and maybe I and and maybe I could maybe accelerate my growth, my personal growth and personal journey by learning and hearing and being in an environment where you can really be transparent and move yourself forward in terms of personal communication skills, getting a success mindset, really trying to see if your pre your kind of preconditioned mindset and habits are getting in the way. Or even you're stuck in that thinking, and that's why things aren't moving forward. because one thing is for sure, spiritual material. If you're stuck and things aren't happening for you, if you think you're kind of going nowhere, it's because of your thinking, not what you're doing. Of course, what not what you what you're doing and what you're not doing is is the result of the thinking, right? So, getting us to explore our own mindsets on a micro level really get in get in there um has had so much benefit on those that 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 are part of this program and and it's had such an impact on my life too i am not at the end or or at the point of not having to work on myself clearly but i'm sharing my own struggles my own um vulnerable i'm being vulnerable and showing things because um what's helped me is now helping so many others so today was really a kind of recap again revisiting the idea of habits but but kind of talking more about the use of language that really resonates with us according to what kind of culture we're from remember non-negotiables uh, core habits and hearing these kinds of things has really helped and 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 breaking these this thing of saddener down into common sense micro Micro, micro habits, and also th- looking around and thinking about also around um, uh, being our personalism, like developing ourselves, we, you know, be, doing our things in Bhakti, but learning that, and focusing more on how to become a better communicator, empathetic, connecting with others, connecting with non-devotees in so many ways, expanding our dynamic, having a more dynamic and expansive view of how we can apply uh, um, learn and apply better communication skills and ultimately to accelerate becoming more personal in a personal movement because it's really that inner journey is what it's all about changing the heart we talk about that so i hope that was interesting i look forward to uh, the next podcast harry krishna